back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, man. We're going to have to get to some uncut, man. As soon as we get back from UFC, man, we're going to have to get, we're going to, have to get with it. But uh, Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin on the ones and twos. Appreciated him uh, keeping us on uh, keeping on, us on, on, point. on point. We got about 10 minutes because we got to make up some time, and then we got to pay some bills like always. But uh, it was all good. First first segment deserved to go a little bit longer because it's good, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as uh, the coach speak. But, you know, look, they're saying the right things, and hopefully they're doing the right things. Time will tell. It's just a small part into the first uh, year of, the, of Matt Rule, and um, you know, look, I, I, the one thing that when people ask me, like, what do you want, what do you expect? Number one, going to a bowl game, but number two, it, you know, you want to be able to go out there, you, you want to be able to watch and see. When you watch a game, you say, okay, I see what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I see it. Now it's it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Don't even think about it if you're going to don't don't think the last year he at, he was at Baylor. Is going to be his first year at Nebraska. I lost somebody else. And don't think, yeah, and don't think his last year at Temple is going to be his first year at Nebraska. It's his first year at Nebraska, point blank. Everything else is there in his in his memory bank in order to help him be successful. Um, but you know, it's going to take some time. Now, I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm not into the rebuilding. <laughs> I like that he's he's going to be coaching to win, and you could be coaching every game to win. And you and you could have some talent, some young talent. You just might not be ready to win, and that's just the way it goes. So uh, you know, I think you know, we, you know, I like what they're trying to do, and some of the quotes. Um, but we're gonna jump into a little NFL because my two favorite people, my two favorite situations, three actually, all are still in the news. A. A. Ron, <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Jackson, and my favorite guy in the NFL to talk about and to mess with. Pocket Hercules and them Arizona Cardinals. What they and, doing and, and like my mom called them because my mom, she used to live in Glendale. So, so she was a Cardinals fan. She's like, them damn Cardinals. So them Arizona damn Cardinals is back in the news again. So I'm going to save him for the last, the best for the last. The A.A. Ron news is one he hasn't signed yet. But, but the Jets have signed X Rogers backup Boyle. So essentially they've signed all his buddies. Right, the offensive coordinator is bet one of his best receivers. One of his, you know, all all the guys that try to get him and going, they might get Odell Beckham Jr. You know, all this stuff, and the deal still haven't went through. But that's the AA Ron news. He's ready to go. He said it again on the Pat McAfee show. He wants to play for the Jets. It just hasn't, uh, you know, worked out. They is it numbers? Is it? I don't know what it is at this point. Who cares? Like, are you a Jet or not? We're going on a month that it's taking this long to trade this man. Now I don't know if they're waiting for the you know to see if they can accumulate some some draft picks before the draft or anything like that. But it's taking too long. But that's it. They got Nathaniel Hackett, who was a uh, the Denver coach, got fired and offensive coordinator. Uh, so that's the Jets news. Now here's the one that's more really 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 interesting, and it's somewhat tied to AA Ron because the third team that possibly could come in, so the Jets, 49ers. Washington Commanders was talking about you know, obviously they need a quarterback, but just about thirty forty miles to the east, be more with my man with my man Lamar Jackson. Now I will say this, Kenny, 
And the same thing when, you know, when you were in the NFL and the CFL, you know, when a GM leaves, the the players and the culture kind of, you know, from top down mm-hmm. usually stays around for two or three years, four, right? So Ozzie Smith has stepped away from GM role two or three years ago. Yes. Now he's just an advisor. You know, but he's I mean, still running the show. No, he's not. Eric DaCosta is. Oh. And that's why I think you've seen a decline in the Baltimore Ravens play gotcha. both offensively and defensively for their physicality, especially on defense. It's not the same Ravens defense, right? And on offense. You, you know, they've got some players they let go and stuff like that that were really bell cow players, right? And Calais Campbell decided to leave. More money to stay. Went to Atlanta for less money. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's got to be a riff somewhere. Right. So now with Ozzie Newsom, who actually picked Lamar, mm-hmm. he would have probably been signed last year, right? He's not. He's in limbo. Eric DaCosta is trying to play, you know, probably trying to make his mark on trying the, on the mark franchise. On. Yep. Well, the Ravens, just like a lot of teams, before the draft, they have a draft press conference. He says, Lamar Jackson's situation has no bearing on us drafting a first a quarterback in the first round, and we might pick a quarterback in the first round. Was you lying twice? <laughs> you on the hook for thirty some million. Now you're going to try to pick another quarterback in the first round. And if you're trying to pick a legitimate quarterback in the first round, now you got to trade up. So now you either now you really got to trade Lamar mm-hmm. or pay him. What do you think about he, he, that? He put his foot in his mouth. And then he said, can you please stop asking me about Lamar Jackson? Well, they were like, we have to ask you about Lamar Jackson because you said you could draft a quarterback in the in the first round. Hello, he's the franchise quarterback. So his intentions are to trade him. Do you think it's the trade? I want to ask you this. Do you think it's to trade him or to put pressure on him? Because sometimes the- – It could be It could be either or. Yeah. Like, you said, like you said, he said he's- we're not opposed to – Drafting a quarterback. Yeah, so then the you could be line. sitting at home like, and they said there has been communication back and forth as With far as negotiating Lamar and the Ravens. So he's trying, probably trying to put pressure right. on him. He's got to hold tight. Got to hold tight. You, you already did Stick to your guns. Yeah. Just sit, I mean, you ain't got nowhere to go. Nope. Just to chill, work out. You ain't going there until at least July, August. Nope. So, yeah, you might as well hold tight. But we got four minutes to talk about my man, Pocket Hercules, <laughs> Kyler Murray. What do you do now? Yeah, I'm just going to tell you. So, we are we talked about Bidwell yes. being put on blast by the former executive of his mm-hmm. who has a 34-year career in the NFL, right? And he kept the receipts, kept the burner phone receipts, the text messages, so forth and so on. So, you would think, right, Bidwell under a ton of pressure. Roger Goodell has to evaluate it now, especially from an ownership standpoint, because then you could be thinking he's breaking – the bylaws of the owner ownership and league rules, and possibly there's an assumption of possibly cheating, right? Well, now Steve uh, Kime, their GM, the same GM that was suspended for five games, did his pre-draft press conference. Mm-hmm. They asked him about Pocket Hercules, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray run around like a little kid that t- took somebody's cell phone and ain't going to get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He got them little steps. He says, Kyler Murray... Could be a good quarterback, but his attention to detail and his work ethic needs to get better. That's they've been saying it. That's no, that's not breaking. They denied me. it. Well, first of all, they oh, put it in the contract that he has to study, they tape. To study tape. Then they didn't took it out and denied it. They took it out of the contract. No way. Yeah, 
Because you know how people knew. Yeah. Because every contract's got to go to the league. So yes. somebody said, dang, you got to watch tape for it. That's it? Four hours? Well, he a video game guy. Yes. So they denied it, took it out. Agent got mad, so forth and so on. He got hurt. New coach, an offensive coach. GM says this right now. Now he's put, bringing it back to life. If you bid well, ain't you? Isn't he? Aren't you calling a meeting with him? With the GM? Yeah. Yes. But Bidwell probably trying to stay in the cut right now because. But we got meet all site though because <laughs> he can't hot. have the franchise quarterback put on blast. He put him on blast. Yeah, like Hey, like no other. Like no other. Dang, Kyler. If you ever, I'm gonna ask you this: in, in your CFL days, you ever had a player that you played with? Or, um, yeah, a player that you played with, or especially a quarterback, which I highly, highly doubt it. Not study and not have attention no, to detail. No, Our, the, the quarterbacks I played with were, were were legit NFL guys. Yeah, um, coming from the NFL, so they they studied and they made sure they they kept their, especially the receivers. They they were working with the receivers at right. all times. You know, this, right. this, 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 this. They studied their film. They not just go out there blind. Even Steve Taylor studied film, and he was a backup. So <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You know Steve going to study. Take him yeah, on, man. Even, give, Steve, give him love, even man. Steve studied. Yeah, I just never have heard of, of uh, never. a quarterback. Now, I can understand if you're a uh, a young quarterback. No, hold on. And you don't know how to study. Yeah, if you, know you don't know I how, mean, yes. Just imagine, Kenny. Coming in without any veteran trying to teach you, and you you're starting corner for the Bears or whoever. You don't know how to study tape. You gotta have you got that's what the whole thing of having leadership or somebody to emulate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, here's a perfect example, right? So Marcellus Wiley when he got drafted, he was second round pick from Columbia, right? And he was more of an athlete versus you know because he played running back in college mm-hmm. and he's two seventy five. Well, guess who he got to learn from? Bruce Smith and Phil Hansen, the all-time sack leader, and Phil Hansen, who played 12, 13 years in the league. So taught him how to study tape, how to train, and all that. Now I can understand there if you if you 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 don't know you don't have a veteran to show you because here's why: I was in Houston when they drafted David Carr. He had no clue on how to be a pro. Kyler Murray <laughs> ain't got no excuse. You in your you already got your max contract. And you already had a quarterback coach as your head coach. Yes. And the offense is essentially what you ran in college, and it was all centered around you. There's and no you, excuse. And you don't know the ins and outs of that offense, and you don't got no attention to detail. And here, hey, and here's why I know it was because they had him mic'd up, and DeAndre Hopkins is, and said, "Hey, one, what you seeing out there, man? What you seeing, bro?" And he he came over and said, "He's like, nah, man, that ain't that coverage." And then Kyler Murray starts, and then he start, stormed off and went and talked to the head coach, like like a little kid. Yeah, like and he know he walked fast and yeah. stuff. <laughs> a little swole self. He should go play baseball. That football money though, he he wouldn't make that type of money playing baseball. Doesn't want to ride those buses around for yeah four years. I mean, he just got two hundred some million to play football. He in baseball he have to study. Yeah. Nah, he needed to go play baseball. He wouldn't have got that in baseball though. He got it now, so he can go now. That's true. You just wait to get cut. You know what? He got it. Yeah, that fastball look awful. He's going to play double A, triple A, and he'll be all right. Yeah. He'll buy a bus like Jordan did and plush it out, and they'll be good. Let me – you know what? We're going to go to break. 
then I'm going to ask you something because we talked about it a little bit with DP, but I'm going to ask you about it, about this, the NFL and the CFL. For guys like him, you know, that's what, it, that's what I'm talking about. When we come back, the last segment, I'm going to ask Kenny about players like Kyler Murray. Would they maximize their stuff at the end of their career by going to the CFL? Because I really think if it was an option and to get out of their own way, they could be like Doug Flutie was at the beginning of his career. So, Old School, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.